step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. of Bumming with Bobcat. As always, I'm your host, the one and only Bum One Bob, coming at you live, you know, after a uh, a special mini episode for you guys last week, you know, because uh, Nathan and the, uh, the SFD team, you know, took their show on the road, leaving me, you know, high and dry to, to drink alone. Uh, we are we are back here on our, uh, our regular schedule at 10 p.m. Eastern Time at sfdradio.com with the Bumcast. We have a great show on tap for you guys here this week. Uh, within the next few minutes, we will be uh, chatting with with Cam F. Awesome. Uh, if you heard me uh, talking about uh, bringing him on the show this past week, you know he does a lot of things: a keynote speaker, a champion boxer, a stand-up comic, uh, a vegan. A Chipotle addict and also a uh, a podcaster as well. So we will be chatting with him uh, shortly. <clears throat> uh, and also also Cheap Booze. He tells me he's a big uh, Cheap Booze advocate as well. So we'll be looking forward to hearing uh, what he's sipping on and what his uh, drinks of choice are. And uh, if you're keeping up with BumlineBob.com uh, this past week, you noticed... 
Uh, we did not have a new feature this past Friday. Uh, I decided I would give you guys a little extra time to to sit back and uh, sip on the the Peach Cisco as the prior bum wine of the week. But have no fear. Uh, this coming Friday, we will have a new feature on the website for you to get you ready for Memorial Day weekend and the uh, unofficial start of summer. So stay tuned for that this Friday on the on the website because uh, you never know uh, what we will have on tap for you guys. Could it be a another bum wine, a malt liquor forty, or a beer? Uh, you know, we haven't had a new stop on the bumwinebob.com budget beer tour uh, since the tour really started back in January and February. Uh, so hopefully uh, we can get that ball rolling again as well. And if you saw uh, my post on Instagram uh, this past weekend, I got my hands on a, uh, a can of the new and improved Natty Daddy. The new redesigned cans are out there for you guys. And uh, it found it in, a, in one of my usual stops. Uh, I had never seen it there before, but they started stocking this now, so maybe this means they will be uh, stocking some, some new beverages there. And also this coming Friday, I'm looking forward to the new liquor factory opening up right down the street from me. And uh, if it's similar to some of the other liquor factories that I have in my area over here, uh, they usually have a good selection of 40 ounces. So my fingers are crossed. I've been, you know, trying to get in contact with these people to to get an inside scoop before the uh, the place opens to see, you know, what are they going to have on tap there? You know, they, they feature a lot more of the uh, the craft beer. I know they have um, 12 taps with craft beer and growlers and all that stuff there. But I'm focused on the the malt liquor and the and the 40 ounces. I want to know uh, what will they have on stock on stock there because I've still yet to get my hands on any of the new uh, 42 ounce plastic bottles um, of the old English and the steel reserve and a few others. Uh, that the Miller Coors Company is putting out there. Uh, you know, we've had the conversation many times with the debate on the plastic and glass. We won't get into it today. We'll save that for another day. But, you know, it's their latest uh, gimmick of trying to uh, keep the plastic bottles afloat with the with the 42-ounce, uh, with the labels that will turn blue. Uh, when it's cold, you know, similar to the old uh, Coors Light uh, Rockies uh, cans there. So uh, it's one of those things that you kind of have to just give a try for the sake of uh, giving it a drink. And, I mean, it's still the same old English, the same steel reserve uh, in there. You get those, you know, those two extra ounces similar to the the big ones, the Anheuser-Busch 25-ounce uh, cans where they throw in uh, one extra ounce of, uh, of beer or or whatever malt uh, liquor they might be uh, hawking at you that day. But, you know, uh, it is what it is. Uh, we'll keep our eyes uh, our eyes open, our eyes peeled out there on the streets to see what we can come up with there. So uh, Nathan's telling me that we have uh, Cam is ready to go, so uh, we will, we'll bring him on the show here now. All right, I'm giving him a call directly now, so he should be picking up very soon. 
All right. Let's see here. Deek, 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 deek. There we go. <laughs> the wonders of technology. That I know, right? Are. It's it's great. <laughs> that's that's what I love about that sort of thing is is when you can just conference somebody in from across the world. You never know where you can find them. And I believe he might be on the phone. Uh, Cam, can you hear us? Uh, yeah, I can. Can you hear hey, me, Lily? Yeah, I hear you. Hey, Cam, it's Bob. How are you? Good, good. Thank great. For, uh, good, good. Thanks for uh, coming on the show tonight and, and hanging out with us. I, I appreciate it. Oh yeah. Are are where are you guys at? Across well, I'm, the world. Uh, you know, I'm in I'm in New Jersey myself. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, where where are you located? I'm in uh, the main streets of Kansas City. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I staying out of trouble over there. I hope. Oh, yeah. I'm in the burbs. All right, good. I've, I've made it. Uh, see, moving up in the world. I know I saw, you know, some uh, some tweets and stuff you had out there, and you know, and I had to bring this up uh, up first here. You know, I said I appreciate you coming on the show. You know, I haven't been, you know, hanging out with Chris Brown or anything. I think <laughs> so I'm not I'm not oh, a high roller like that, but uh, but I that's, that's why I said. you have me on the show. Yes, <laughs> not you're not hanging out with Chris Brown once. I know that's what I say. If you're if you're listening to the show and you're wondering what we're talking about here, Cam put out a tweet uh, earlier today about uh, uh, going on uh, somebody else's show, and uh, you know the guy was out looking for for money to to book you as a guest, and you know said you know I'm uh I, mean, I was hanging out with Chris Brown at the Toyota Center. <laughs> it's like come on, man, really? <laughs> yeah, like. And, and I like doing other people's podcasts and, and having people on mine, and it, it helps me build a following and grow uh, – like it helps grow following and sharpen my message with speaking, and it helps me get my point across. It, like I learn how to convey my message a lot better when I'm just talking to random people, and I don't believe in drinking by yourself. So if I'm on a podcast, I can drink because like technically we're together. Yes, yes, I see that as perfect. Thank you. I, I like where your head's at, and that's the the perfect analogy to, to put it all together. And like I said, yeah, usually what I do here, we just sit back, you know, shoot the breeze, and just chat, and and have a good time. And like these people that take it too seriously, I mean, it's just to have fun, have a good time. Like I said, just uh, hone your skills, you know, whatever you can do to to make yourself better in the process. Yeah, and I I don't have to leave my leave my house, uh, but I reach out to him and I was like, hey man, uh, would you like to uh, have me as a guest on your podcast? And you know, it was a lazy approach. Usually I have like I I'm supposed to have like a, a write up and like I copy and paste it, but I just feel like it's more genuine that way. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, payola, and <laughs> I I was like, huh? What? And he's like, money. <laughs> oh my god, no, like I. No, there's, there's, there will be no. Why I don't understand why if anybody's ever charged someone to be on, I guess on their show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what some people do, and it's like if they come out with that first thing, it's like, all right, you know what? I guess I really don't want to be on the show uh, yeah. to begin with. I don't like where this is going. And as there's like a blue check mark next to my name, he he responds with, uh, uh, "I googled you." You're a startup guy with no verified social media accounts, no wikis, no write-ups. I work for an actual company. I hung out with Chris Brown. Like, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know how to take it at first, and that was like I was still in bed when I, when I got that message, and I couldn't open my eyes fast enough to laugh. 
have to double check. God, some people are just assholes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and I saw that, and I was like, "Really?" I'm like, "Come on!" And and the way I like, I I personally do things, and I work with other people, and you know, I have people on my show, I do stuff on their show, and it's just you know, collaborations back and forth. You know, just trying to. You know, spread the word, you know, throw your stuff out there, see what sticks. You know, you never know who might come across it, who might see it and, and enjoy it or come to you and say, hey, I want to be on your show. Let's work together. Let's let's do some projects. And, you know, it's just having fun, not like this guy and saying, you know, oh, let's uh, you're not you're not verified or this and that. It's like, yeah, just shut up. <laughs> yeah, but actually, like and I know better than anyone. Because who else is going to Google me? Like, yeah. he said he Googled me. First of all, the my account is verified, which means nothing. Just just seems more appealing if I'm, like, sliding a DM. But yeah. apparently and, not. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had to do that, too. As soon as I saw that, too, I said, well, let me – I said, let me – Google you because I hadn't really looked too much into. I mean, I looked at some of your stuff here and there since we started talking. And then the first that came up was uh, Wikipedia, and I said, "Well, if this guy has, you know, a Wikipedia page, you know, with all your accomplishments and stuff, you know, it's got to be legit." But but anyone can make a Wikipedia page. That's not right. even that's not even credibility. Yeah, uh, and then I then I saw it too. You know, then and you're verified too. And I think you know, I'd have to go back and look. Um, in my archives and see here, I think you might actually be the first, the actual Twitter verified guest that I've actually had uh, on, on the show. So, so, so congratulations I, on that accomplishment. <laughs> well, for celebration, I might move up from bottom shelf to mid lower shelf. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Move up a little bit there. So, so while you, while you said that, what are you, what are you uh, drinking on tonight? What are you, what are you sipping on? Uh, I am, I, I love Moscow mules. Okay, but I I like ginger ale. I hate ginger beer. Okay. Yeah, and I, it has to be in a copper mug, and not like the the twelve ounce mug. If you offer me that, I won't drink from it. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, I, I got twenty four ounce one. Not that I would buy an eighty dollar cup. Like people know, I drink Moscow Moose, so they buy me them. Uh, yeah, just I'm a I'm a Moscow guy. Okay. And if if I'm out in public, uh, it'll be like sugar-free Red Bull, and and uh, and vodka. Okay, uh, yeah, the classic, the the Red Bull and, and vodka, you know, pineapple juice uh, vodka when I'm feeling frisky. Okay, yeah, that too. Or, or what about uh, cranberry vodka? I'm I'm a fan no. of the, the cran. No, no, no cranberry. That's good no. for your urinary tract. That's yes. great for your urinary tract. See, man. that's why I try to. You know, on occasion, you know, when I'm not, you know, sipping on. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm drinking a, a can of uh, of PBR tonight. So I mean, this is, oh, this is my, yeah, this is so. You know, when I try to, you know, step things up a little bit at times, you know, you know, if you have you a got, can of vodka, you, you feel yourself. a little bit. Yeah, you feel like, you know, I'm doing my body a a favor, you know, and helping it out with the uh, antioxidants yeah. and everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all the vitamins and stuff. You, you know, science. We don't yeah. have to get into it right now, but yeah. uh, I, I, I've come to terms that people, like bar owners, they refill their old like Ciroc bottles with like Burnett's. So when when you order like I, I order Wells, and everyone's like, "Oh, I don't drink Wells." I'm like, 
I'm sure the club owner wants to get every bit of profit. I'm sure oh, they're yeah. pouring like McCormick's in there. Oh, yeah. You hear that a lot, too. I, I know some bars by me to a lot of places, you know, get busted for for doing stuff like that where, you know, they've been refilling the the top shelf, you know, liquor bottles with the cheap stuff. And somebody comes in and I guess they find a way to to sort so it there's, out. There's an app that uh, you, it, it registers like a picture. You take a picture of it and it if the cap's not broken on the seal. You're supposed it. It tells you if anybody has taken anything out of there or put anything back in. So, uh, I saw that on on this bar show. Like they were trying to like fix up a bar in a reality show. But uh, I I was I was so pissed off when I found it out because <laughs> I was like, you mean I could have just been pouring this, like I could just be pouring McCormick's into my once rock bottle I've been saving since college. Right, yeah, and nobody would be the wiser, and they'd be like, "Oh man, look at this this high roller over here," you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I don't like the upcharge. Uh, I don't like the upcharge on on alcohol. It's just they're just taking advantage. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy the the prices you pay if you're out somewhere, uh, and you, you get a drink compared to if you go out and you buy a bottle yourself. And and drink at home. I mean, it's it's crazy the just the amount of money that they make off of this stuff, and that's why, you know, that I flock to the the cheap stuff. Even even at home, you know, just saying, you know, you I, don't want to train just, yourself. Yeah, I don't want to be yeah. drinking the good stuff at home. Then I go out, then I got to spend all this extra money. You know, money I don't have, and I don't want to be wasting it all on you know the hot, the top shelf stuff. Let me just stay at the bottom. I'm comfortable yeah. down there. I can put down a pillow. I can relax and have a good time. <laughs> Yeah, no one gets the nosebleeds at the bottom section. Exactly. Safety first. I, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's no altitude where I'm drinking. Yeah, exactly. Which actually, uh, drinking in altitude, actually, you get drunker faster because your body's dehydrated. Yeah, see, and that, and which works out best for you. So if you're yeah. drinking on a plane, you don't have to drink as much. I, and again, pay the extreme prices that they charge you for this stuff. For all your listeners, my advice would be alcohol is not the most healthy thing in the world. We get it. And I'm letting everyone know that. So working out is very important to do before you start drinking. Because if you work out, if you work out and you dehydrate yourself down, you get drunker faster. Don't eat before you go out drinking. You're just working against nature go out with an empty stomach completely dehydrated and then have one drink and be drunk right i mean that's the way to do it you know if you want to drink on the cheap you don't want to spend that much money you know on drink after drink at the bar and especially you know if you're getting mixed drinks or shots you know that stuff yeah. adds up uh, pretty quick you know you get that bar tab at the end of the night and you're like, ooh, ooh, okay, who's paying for this? <laughs> yeah, everyone starts looking around. And then, yeah, the ladies don't know where their purses are at that point. Yeah, yeah. And you're oh, like, yeah. And, then, and, that's, and that's when you hope that you, you made a friend with the uh, with the bartender over the course of the evening. And and I, yeah. had, I, had, I had somebody on the show a couple weeks ago, and we were talking about that, too. We're like, you know, that's what I always say. Whenever I go out, I try to be as nice as possible to the bartender. You know, yeah, just, slip, slip them a 20 in the beginning if you know it's going to be a good night. Yeah, and 
and it was great. You know, I said, you know, back in the day when I used to go out to the the same bars over and over again, and you'd see the same people working there. After a while, you know, you you get a relationship with them. You know, next thing you know, you get your bill at the end of the night. You know, oh, I there's only a couple beers on there compared to you know the God knows how many you had, and there's only a few shots. And you're like, all right, well, here's this. Here's the big tip for you at the end. And there yeah, we you go. hit them with a fifty percent tip. Yeah, yeah, everybody's uh, happy. I I only go to bars where I know the I know the people in the bar, not just the bartenders, but the doorman. I refuse to pay cover. Uh, I. I think that everyone should boycott it I, unless there's a cover like you pay five dollars and then there's a ridiculous drink special on the inside. There's a bar in Kansas City uh, and it was on the Kansas, Kansas State side there at like three years ago. You weren't allowed to have drink specials because the way they looked at it was people would come in for a happy hour and try to get as drunk as they can as fast <laughs> as they can. And it wasn't healthy. So if you had a drink special, it was for the entire cast. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details calendar day so one bar had 50 cent wells. Oh, wow. <laughs> I repeat, 50 yeah. cent wells every Wednesday. Wow. Uh, from like 11 a.m. until midnight. At 9, they would, 9 p.m., they charge $5 to get in. And I mean, there would be chicks dressed like they're going to prom because they're like, we're in heels and <laughs> it's a $5 cover, cover to get in. But it'd be great because when they get to the door, although they know there's a $5 cover, since these ladies don't have any money, they just look around like they're stupid. And there's some dude who always walks up like, no, 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 ladies, no, ladies, I got you. And pays for like three chicks to get in. And when these chicks walk by the bars, all these guys, hey, hey, shorty, shorty, let me buy you a drink. Let me buy you a drink. And they buy a drink for like five girls, drop $3. And yeah, see, that's perfect. feel like that's a baller. Just- yeah, that's that's the way to do it. See, when you when you when you do things like that, you know, okay, there's a cover to get in, but you know, drinks are cheap on the inside. Uh, that that's a, a win-win, I would think. You know, for the uh, for the establishment at that point. Yeah. Well, at that point, not the not the uh, bartenders, because people would just get a double and drop a dollar down. A oh yeah. Complete yeah. douche move. Yeah. Like, that's that's somewhere like you get a five dollar tap, you leave a twenty and call it a win. And know that you'll be back on a Thursday when that drink special's not there, and they'll take care of you. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, don't worry. It's like you'll come around on the next one, and it all evens out in the end at some point there. But I mean, but like you said, if you take care of your bartenders, they got to put up with all your your crap oh, over the course of the friends. evening. Someone's got to throw up. 
oh yeah, there's going to be something, or there's going to be somebody trying to start a fight with somebody, and and all that, or the the really drunk guy at the corner who's who's yelling and screaming. That's why I always try to, you know, you know, just be nice in the beginning, you know, chat a little bit. You know, because you might turn into that, that dude. You, you never know. <laughs> you never you know. Never, yeah. Those shots uh, I'm a, flowing a little too I'm a, much. I mean, you never know where you'll end up at, at the end of the night. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've and I don't I don't uh, I don't drink too much. Every so often I just I stop uh, for like three months just to see if I can. And I'm like, oh, OK. And then I, I I look at my bank account. I'm like, where's all this money coming from? <laughs> Yeah, did I get another job that I didn't know about or some some extra deposits in my account? And it's like, oh, wait, I didn't drink anything for, for three months. <laughs> Someone was dropping knowledge on Twitter about, like, how much the average person spends on alcohol and what you've spent an entire year. And when you look back, like, what do you have to show for it? I'm like, well, first of all, a lot of people, first on that list, kids, definitely have kids to show for it. Uh, yeah. Is that <laughs> – yeah, what happens. that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody uh, out there knows what happens after a a night of drinking and and when you're uh, you're not all together, you know. Everyone you know. who's tucking someone in right now, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> knows what I'm talking about. And uh, two great stories, great stories. Some of my best stories are from nights that I don't remember. Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. I mean, every like they always the thing they always say, you know, no great story ever started, you know, with somebody uh, eating a salad. Eating a, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's like drinks start flowing. You never know what's gonna happen. And so I was like, remember that time we were out drinking and you did this, and you're like, oh well, I don't really remember it because you know I was, uh, you know, blacked kind out. Of there. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I've I've heard the stories, or I've, or yeah, I saw those pictures the next day of of what I did, and I feel like crap. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was an asshole last night. It's just that alcohol makes me hide the mask that I put on, and I have to show who I actually am. Yeah, and I mean it, it's all it's all. I mean, like I always say here, I say it's always have have fun, have a good time, as long as you know know your limits. Don't get yeah. too crazy out there. And Don't drive. Kind of, Oh yeah! Don't be stupid. Don't don't drink and drive. Don't don't like, operate don't operate heavy machinery either. You know, don't try to yeah. use that that backhoe or the crane. You know, at the construction site, just because you had a couple shots. <laughs> yeah, I had a buddy. Yeah, I had a buddy that uh, for his birthday, uh, he showed up at my house because he was out of town. He came in at like eleven o'clock at night. We had an hour to fit in for his technical birthday, so we like I just fed him shots, and I was like, I'm driving. You get crazy. We had a couple friends, and we left one bar, went to another bar, and then the the end of the night, this uh, like it was like last call, and this server walked up and was like, "You want cookies?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm vegan." And he's he's and my buddy's my my buddy's like, "No, no, man, like cookie cookies." And he's like, "Yeah," and it was like five dollars for cookie, and he like gave him cookies, and then he got uh he got way too drunk and then way too high, and then. But I'm driving. Let him enjoy himself. He'll hate himself tomorrow. Yeah. And yeah. it's like he's like with two ladies that I brought for him. <laughs> Basically, I I was John Stockton throwing an alley oop to Malone. Yeah, man. That's a that's a great that's a good uh, wingman. Time. That's a great wingman right there. You know, showing yeah. the the guy a great time for his birthday. I, I hope he uh, I hope he repays you. Oh, oh uh, no, no, it, it, it's that. 
it gets better. Oh. <laughs> like we drive back to my house at the end of the night. It's like two thirty, and I'm like, oh, I got more drinks at my place. So we we all come back to my place, and uh, I'm. I, we park in my garage, and I walk upstairs to the ladies, and he, like, took a while to come up. So I was like, oh, he went downstairs. Uh, there's a bathroom down there. He's probably taking a shit. So uh, then he just never came back up. And, like, I went to check on him, and he was gone. He hopped in his car, and he left. And I I didn't know why, but he could barely open his eyes. So I got real nervous. I started calling him, and then I texted a bunch, and I saw that, like, the dot, dot, dots. Right, right. Uh, like, okay, uh, he's alive. So I was like, maybe he went to his ex-girlfriend's house or something. That's what I was thinking. And uh, like three hours later, I got some text messages from him saying, man, you just left me stranded. I can't believe you. I'm like, I didn't know what's going on. Like, I called him. He didn't answer. And then he, he messaged me in the morning. He's like, can you give me a ride in my car? <laughs> I show up to his house and... He's like, yeah, I don't know where my car is. And then for the next four hours, we drove around Kansas City oh looking God. for his car. <laughs> so, uh, like oh, we put wow. the clues together because when I picked him up, like he, he had he was bleeding, he had scabs on his on his uh, on his hands and his his forearms and his knees, and he had a receipt in his pocket from Walmart at about four thirty in the morning. So apparently, he made it. He he was driving home. Saw a construction site, drove through the construction site, ran over tools or something, <laughs> got got two flats, walked to Walmart to call me, but I wouldn't pick up my phone. And I was like, hey, do you know my number? He's like, actually, now that you say it, I don't know your number. So he was just in Walmart dialing random numbers to call me. <laughs> and eventually, from, it seems like they made him leave and he bought he bought groceries on the way. And he said he remembered jogging home. And then the bags of the groceries ripped, and he fell in a ditch, and that's why he was bleeding. And uh, then we spent the next probably – so it was four hours looking for his car, and then next three hours waiting for a tow truck to come because he, <laughs> stripped, he stripped his uh, the nuts on the tire. It was a good – it was a good 26th birthday for him. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's uh, – what a <laughs> – I don't even know how to – I don't even know what to say about that one. I mean that's like it, – it wow. It took a lot of – we yeah. – yeah, it was it was a well, it was a sober night for me. It was a great story though. That wouldn't have happened if we had a salad. That's true. That's true. It wouldn't have. I mean, I mean, luckily, you know, nobody got hurt or anything. But I mean, that's just a crazy uh, turn of events. And and like I said, that next day when you wake up and you're like, well, what the hell happened last night? I mean, I've had many of those nights when you wake up the next morning with that killer hangover. And you don't remember much of what happened, and then you know. Luckily, I've never done anything quite, uh, quite like that before. But I mean, <laughs> you're like, oh man, that was yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and he's not the drinking type. He doesn't usually drink. I just made him. Just I wanted him to feel like crap the next day. That's who I am. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. hey man, just have one more. As I'm sober. Yeah, and I was going to say, and, and, you know, as I go through and I'm looking through all your stuff here about you being a, a motivational speaker, you know, <laughs> and then you turn yeah. around and, and then doing this. And it's one thing that uh, I've said other times on the show when I had a, I had a guest on a couple of weeks back, uh, uh, Teresa Sheffield, who was a comedian. And right before I brought her on the show, I was saying, you know, 
when I since we talked about bottom shelf stuff here, you know, I said, you know, it's a judgment free zone. You know, don't be ashamed of anything. You know, whatever you like to drink here, it's it's fine. We're not gonna, you know, criticize you or make fun of you. And the first thing she said, she's like, "Oh, you sound like a a cheap booze motivational speaker." And I said, hey, "You know, <laughs> yes, I I try my best, you know, to educate. You can get people. drunk too. Yeah, for for pennies, for pennies on the dollar, you can get drunk too and and be like Actually, me." She's a chick and she's funny. Yes. Yeah, she's getting yeah. drunk. For, she can drink top shelf because she has nothing to do with that tab. Yes, yes, and that's what she said too. You know, goes out there and try to. You know, you're not paying much. Uh, <laughs> your nights out. <laughs> yeah, the the best part about being comedian, because like I'm at the level where I'm not making any money. Like, I'll probably pull in fifty dollars from a show. I don't do it for money. Uh, fifty dollars is nice, by the way. Because I can go out to a bar and I can spend $50 or I can go out to a bar, yell my opinion in a microphone for 30 minutes and then make $50 and then drink for free because the bars cover your tab. And strangers yeah, just buy drinks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, long as, you, as long as you made somebody laugh in the process, you know, maybe they'll be nice enough to you know, buy you a drink. And depending on how many people are there, that adds up after a while. You get a drink here, a drink there. And next thing you know, you're... You're drinking for free and you don't even notice it. Yeah. And I wish you could be like, hey, guys, uh, could you just pay the bartender and put this on my future tab? Because I'll be back. Yeah. Can I get a can I get a credit on my uh, yeah, just give me a credit on the account. So the next couple of times I come here, I can just get a drink and, you know, OK, just scratch it off the list. Go to the next one. I have one free drink left over from last week. You know, okay, I have to come back this Friday do another show. Hopefully, I can get another five <laughs> free drinks, and you yeah. know, just try to try to ration yourself, build over it the up a few months. Yeah, then you know, for the next five years, you don't have to pay anything. That's perfect. That's the way to do it. I'm, I'll be dropping comedy sets ten to the hour every hour, like MTV News in the nineties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just keep them pounding them out, just like that, dropping them constantly. People will be sitting there like, "This guy's back again, man. Doesn't he ever do anything?" He's like, "Nope, I got some free drinks coming my way, so you guys better uh, be hitting up that <laughs> yeah. bar, putting a good work." Uh, okay, so how do you feel about this? Uh, I am Mister Irish Goodbye. I'm a black Irish. Uh, Anytime I'm out with a bunch of people, I don't like goodbyes. I don't like goodbyes, and that's why I dislike airports. I like airports because you get to see, like, greetings, like when people haven't seen each other for a long time, and they're, like, hugging. But if you drive down one more terminal, it's, like, sadness of, like, people saying goodbye. Right, So I right. don't like goodbyes. If I go – I only go to places where people know me so I can drink for free. So everyone usually knows me. Kansas City is not a big place, so – and I have my go-to bars, which is Gamble's. Shout out to them because they named a burrito after me. Oh, it's nice. Vegan. And, yeah, and All right. It's like the only bar I really go to. And uh, if I know everyone, if I say goodbye to the first person and I say goodbye to everyone else, by the time I say goodbye to everyone else, the first person sees me before I leave. And I have to explain why I haven't left yet <clears> and then say goodbye over again. It's more efficient if you just close your tab – and disappear, Irish goodbye. Yeah, no, it's I, I understand exactly what you're saying there, and, and I know I've been that through that too at times. You know, when you're out somewhere and you say goodbye to somebody, and then you go down the line, and you, either you get stuck talking to somebody, 
or something there. Then by the time you're about to leave, too, that first person <laughs> you say goodbye to is leaving at like the exact same time as you. <laughs> and then it's yeah. like, oh well, goodbye again. I mean, we already said goodbye. I don't, but now we're talking. I don't say again? goodbye twice. I don't say goodbye twice. If I say goodbye, I, it's so awkward. Or if we say goodbye and walk in the same direction. Uh, ben Bailey had a, a great, uh, great bit on that. But when I when I say goodbye to someone, then we walk in the same direction. I don't acknowledge their existence. Right. So yeah, you've already I, you've already said you've already done your part. You've said your goodbye, and now you're. <laughs> I'm yeah. done with you. I'm moving on now. We've we, we've gone past this already. You had your chance. If you had there will anything, be no salutations. Yeah, uh, I'm a. I'm I'm I, I'm a fan of the Irish goodbye. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's not the the nicest way at times, I guess. But you know, but usually, if everyone's so drunk that you have that long goodbye, they don't even know that you're gone. Yes, that 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 is a va- that's a valid point, <laughs> right there too. Because if you're if you're that drunk and everybody else is that drunk, I mean, I've done that times too when you're like. Either you're at that point where you're so drunk, you're like, I just want to get the hell out of here. Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of your friends standing by the bar, and you're like, oh, well, do you want to go say goodbye? And you're like, you know what? No, Not really. Yeah, yeah, I paid. I paid. I closed up my tab. I'm done. You know, because who knows? You go back over there, you, you'll get sucked back in, and they'll say, oh, you know, have you know one more drink or one more shot. And especially if you're at that point where you know that, that one last drink is going to put you over the edge of, you know, either yeah. you know, vomiting right at that point or having a terrible hangover you, the next day. You're like, you know what? Let me just cut my losses now and get out now while I can. What is a uh, what is your? Because we call them dram. So I've, I'm a few people. Uh, I'm Cam normally. I'm dram when I sleepwalk. I'm, I'm uh, Sam when I sleepwalk, and I'm Dram uh, when I've been drinking. Cam knows what Dram does. Cam looks out for Dram, so on my way before I go out anywhere, I make sure I have food to come back home to for Dram. Oh yeah, definitely. What is yes. your go-to? What and not your like IHOP or Denny's? What is your go-to home food? Like if you're gonna make sure you had food at home after a long night. Uh, I mean, a lot of times, it's usually whatever I have left over. And, if, and like I've said many times, like I've even had like you know leftover Chinese food or something, and and not even heat it up, <laughs> and just taking it right out yeah. of the fridge, and just start eating it when you just get home. And and I've and I said usually me personally, usually when I drink, I get like really hungry. Even if I eat beforehand, I have a big meal. Like, by the time after I'm drinking for hours and I come home, I'm like, you know, I'm really friggin', you know, hungry right now. And other people are like, oh, well, you know, when I drink, you know, I get full really fast, depending on, you know, even if it's drinking beer or stuff. And I'm like, even if I drink a bunch of beers, I'm still usually hungry after. So when I get home, I'm like, all right, what do I have in the fridge? Uh, These calories don't count. Yeah, I'm like, I don't care if it's, you know, cold pizza, even I'm not going to waste the two minutes to heat up the leftover Chinese food. Just give me whatever's there, get it in my stomach as quick as possible, then go to sleep. Yeah, uh, I'm there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like, Uh, I'm not picky, I don't care. Yeah, and I know for you, I mean, I know you said you're uh, you're vegan, so I mean, there's a lot tougher for you. 
Men's Pola. Yeah, there's oh, oh man, it's like they know me nine fifty five Chipotle before I go out. That's like my spot, and like if if I get four bowls, they're like, oh, we know. Like one's for you now, one's for you at three a.m., one's for you at seven a.m. Yeah, <laughs> and then one's for you at like two p.m. when you kind of crawl out of bed. Yeah, and then you're like, yeah, that's my uh, it'll cure. Hopefully, cure my hangover the uh, the next day and. And make me feel a little Nothing bit heals like time. Yeah, I mean, and that's it too. As much as you try to find, you know, all the ways around it. I mean, and all you the distract you know, yourself to home kill remedies. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all you're doing. You're keeping yourself busy, and like, there's no cure for it. Anyone who says there's a cure, the cure is just finding things to keep yourself busy enough to wait it out, and also yeah. partly manning up. Yeah, I mean, pretty much just finding a way to, you know, keep your mind off it and and hope that you feel better. I mean, I know I've had, you know, many, many hangovers and really bad hangovers and like, you know, two day hangovers, you know, that just kind of linger, you know, over the course of like drinking on a on a Saturday night. And then by Tuesday, you're finally feeling somewhat better, you know, even drinking, you know, the. The water and the Gatorade and aspirin and and doing all that that stuff to try to you know oh, combat as you, it as you, and cure as it. You whisper <laughs> as we, as you whisper those four words to yourself. I'm never drinking <clears throat> again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it used to be it used to be tough. Uh, I used to do the podcast uh, at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings, and. I've had a few times where I had some of those rough Saturday nights and by 11 o'clock in the morning, you're not always recovered when it's time to, to record a podcast. And I had one show I did literally minutes before I was doing the show. I, I tried to do the old hair of the dog and I said, you know what? I'm hungover. I said, let me crack open a beer and just yeah. see if Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, yeah. If that will fix it there, I took a few sips. I'm sitting at the computer. I'm, I'm getting ready. It was probably like like 10.56 at the time. And I'm like, I'm like, and I had somebody calling in. And I'm like, oh, you know, I, I got to go. I had to run to the bathroom right there. <laughs> Throw up. Oh, was this live? Because that would be even better. It's appropriate for your podcast, though. That's true. I probably should. I probably should have brought the 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 mic in there with me to the bathroom, and <laughs> and then right as we go on there, you hear the the vomit, you know, pouring out of my mouth into the, <laughs> into the toilet. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, all right, sorry, I had a uh, a rough night there, but uh, you I know, vomited HD. Yeah, we're but we're here. We're we're ready, and and somehow I think I got it out quick as possible and i think within the next couple minutes i think i made it back in time just just before we were starting the show <laughs> medically that's called manning up yeah and i think after that i mean i i powered through the the show but i think 
it was just one of those things after I was done and I, you know, hit the stop button on the record and then I was dead for that whole afternoon. I think, you know, laid down, fell asleep, woke up hours later when you wake up, you know, in the middle of the afternoon and the sun's shining and you're like wondering where the hell you are and you're like, what the hell happened to me? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's as silly as it seems. You're like, why would someone do that to themselves? Like, why would someone continue to drink? Like, you know, like, it's like, hey, you're going to spend a bunch of money. And I know people, I'm, I'm very frugal, so I find my ways around it. And I keep a flask in my fanny pack if I go out. <laughs> But and and, and like, you run you you really you really rocking the fanny pack too with it. Oh, I well I I've been wearing the fanny pack for about a year and a half every day every day of the year. I don't leave the house okay. with my fanny pack. No, I I I respect it. That's that, that's I, not. I, I got to start. I think I got to start doing that. You know, I think they're starting to come back in style now. You oh, know, the fanny actually, packs. I hope it. I hope I mean, it maybe, doesn't maybe come you're back the in one. Style. Yeah, but yeah, see, that's true for you because you're doing it on your own. But then once everybody starts doing it. Then you're like, all right, I gotta take a step back and find something different now. It's it's if my problem with everyone doing it is if I put a flask in there, everyone will eventually put a flask in there, and then they will start checking fanny pass for flask at doors. Yes, that's a yeah, very I, valid point there. Yes, I, I like where your head's at. I like where you're thinking. I like this. I think we can work on some great ideas together, you know, on some concealing uh, yeah. <laughs> alcohol beverages into different venues. Uh, before I tell you mine, what was your worst, and I call it Amazon Drime? What was your worst Amazon Drime purchase? Where uh, the, you the drunkenly drunk, uh, bought drunk something. purchase of stuff there. Yeah. Uh, Besides more alcohol. I, Oh yeah, I mean that's uh, get drunk enough to buy top shelf. I mean, I think that would probably be the worst thing that I've done out there. When you drink, you're like, oh, you know, let's do shots of you know something. I don't know, higher class. But usually, I, for the most part, I try to because I'm I'm like you too. I'm I'm a real you know frugal person too when it comes to purchasing stuff and and buying things and especially when it comes to to drinking as you know my whole site is dedicated to, <laughs> to yeah. uh, liquor but so usually for the most part off the top of my head i haven't done anything any crazy purchases like that or nothing nothing extreme where it shows up two days later and you're like what the hell is this and i've had friends you know that are big uh violators of that that thing too where they get either they're sitting at home and they're drinking and then they come across something they're like oh well i bought this on amazon the other night and i don't know what i'm gonna do with this <laughs> complete dvd set of you know perfect strangers or something and you're like, <laughs> they go, like why do you need this why would you even buy this <laughs> yep uh man that is yeah uh, my uh my worst one was uh, i i woke uh, to like one day, and I got to the mailbox, and it was three little plastic, like plastic. Uh, it was like a fanny pack, and I I wasn't actually sure what it was, and I opened it, and I figured it was just like a roommate. My one of my roommates may have bought something under my name because we have one one prime account, and once we realized it was mine, I had purchased three body flasks. 
So if you can imagine a fanny pack, but it wraps around your stomach and it holds uh it holds like a fifth. Okay. And there's a there's a tube and the tube goes inside your like on the inside and it goes under your pants. So when you're at a bar, you pull your zipper down, you pull this tube out, you twist the knob, and it fills your drink. <laughs> Now, this that's genius. Was, this, <laughs> yeah, and it was like four ninety nine each. That's why I bought three. I don't know what the other who the other two were for, but I'm like, this backups. is a good purchase. Yeah, just backups. The, you know, you gotta you gotta be prepared in case you know you're out one night and something gets something happens with the tap and it breaks or something. Just, just leave two in the. That's what actually happened to one of them. You leave two in the car, and uh, or your pot. I don't know. Well, you leave them full, but. The only issue with it was, was it would get extremely warm extremely fast. So you would have to order, like, uh, ice water. And I, I thought it would be cooler to do it, uh, in, like, at the bar. But it, actually, it's better if you do it in the bathroom, weirdly, because it's still yeah. kind of obvious. Yeah, I was going to say, if that's if you have to undo your zipper to get the... I wear sweatpants a lot, there, so you don't so. have that option. Yeah, and, yeah, and in that case, <laughs> and, and that's going to be, when it's gonna bended, be it's gonna be really obvious in that case if you're pulling down the front of your sweatpants at the well, you're standing <laughs> at the bar, people be like, "What the hell is this guy doing?" Yeah, you go to the bathroom and and do it there. That's a little uh, <laughs> more discreet uh, way of doing it. Yeah, so you, you do. You get ice water. You go in the bathroom. You pour the water out. You keep the ice, and then you fill it up. And uh, that's. That was that was the best purchase that, or I mean the most random one I ever made. Uh, I but gave one of them away. Too. But it's useful. Yeah, I, I mean, there was, was the... super the the one day using that, going out one night with it was worth the five dollars. Yeah, pretty yeah, that that paid for itself right there with the uh, with the amount you saved, you know, on on purchasing drinks for that night and having it the convenience of it right there. <laughs> It was it was genius. Yeah. yeah, that it was it was just actually standing in the kitchen with my roommates trying to figure out what it was better than actually using it. <laughs> yeah, trying to get to the bottom of it. Say, okay, what is this thing? What do we do with this? Because, uh, why because I this? I knew what it was first. But I didn't have it in me to say it out loud, so I was still doing the oh, what I mean, what can this be? And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I know what that is, but not proud of it. So we can, someone else can figure this one out. Yeah. <laughs> then somebody else says it, and you're like, oh yeah, that's that makes sense now. Now I get it. And the whole time you're thinking like, yep, I knew that already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and uh, just as a break, I'm selfishly plug. I talk to schools, I talk to kids, tell them how to be better adults or better young adults. Yeah. <laughs> so, so don't, so kids don't, don't have the kids listen to to this. I think they might want to stay away from this side of uh, of your your uh, your alter ego over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I have an issue with with what I am. Like society will allow me to say, and what I want to say, and what someone would hire me after what I've already said. Because 
every teacher, which I know a lot of them, drink. And the parents of these kids, and that's why these kids exist, the parents drink. And then everyone acts like no one drinks when we're around. Like, if there's, like, right now, like, you can't talk about alcohol. You talk to kids. I'm like, yeah. Like, the teachers are drunk right now. It's the end of the school year. The parents are drunk. Everyone is. Like, kids need to know, like, you're not old enough to buy it. You're not allowed to have it. It still exists. Don't teach abstinence because no one will learn from abstinence. That's tweetable. Right. Yeah. Just like you said, you have to be responsible about it. Uh, you know, follow the uh, follow the rules and the, and the laws uh, with it there. But like you said too, I mean, everybody. Well, I mean, not everybody drinks, but everybody knows about it. Everybody is around it. I mean, there's a whole another issue world I have related is, to it. Another issue I have is uh, censoring, like like music. Yeah, I scratched my foot, I had an itch, and then I turned around and I slapped my, oh, like, we know what itch rhymes right. with. Right, yeah. We know what the curse word is. If someone publishes an article, if if they use the F word, they, like, asterisk out the vowels. I'm like, you don't think we know? Well, we do know. Why won't you put it? Well, right. Because, because, kids, because kids may see it. Those kids kids have the internet yeah (laughs) like parents are giving their eight-year-old kids ipads with full functional wi-fi and live streaming do you know what's on the internet they're getting oh yeah you can get deep into the depths of the internet there and go down go down the rabbit hole and god knows where you'll end up there i mean i i mean you and you and me both you know know how that is there you start searching one thing and then next thing you know four hours later you're on YouTube or something, and you're like, "How did I get here to search for you know whatever random videos <laughs> are out there?" Yeah, and well, I wasted my whole day on this. <laughs> now, now it's it's like eleven o'clock at night, and you're talking to some stranger from a podcast about yeah, drinking. Who yeah, would have see? known what the internet can cause? Yeah, see, this is what happens. This is why you have to be safe out there <laughs> on the internet. You never know who you're gonna run into. And, uh, and try yeah. so hopefully so hopefully you're teaching these kids about the uh, the ins and outs of the the dark side of the, <laughs> of the yeah. there's there's no light side of the internet because everyone has opinions on there uh, no yeah, one no, regulates yeah. it besides in China yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, last night I, I like I drove downtown Kansas City and just showed up at a random chick's house uh, for a podcast like recorded a podcast and I'm walking in I'm like you shouldn't do this. This wouldn't be acceptable a decade ago. Yeah. <laughs> Just like meeting a like like the same people with Facebook accounts. Those are the same people like the that are like the creepy people on Craigslist. They just right. have anonymous profiles. Same creepy person. You're just gonna let me show up to your house? It's weird. Also, yeah, yeah, I just showed up to a person's house. <laughs> yeah. But hey, you made it out alive though, so so that's uh that, that's a win. So, so, so we appreciate that. Otherwise, if you didn't make it out last night, that I would have been stuck guess. here. I would have been, yeah, would have been stuck here. You know, talking to myself, which, which I do very often, and and it works out fine most of the time. But hey, you know, I, I appreciate you know having somebody to uh, to interact with always uh, makes it for a a a better. Uh, <laughs> have better have show. you done any uh, one man rant podcast? I do. I do a lot. I do a lot of those. And uh, 
do with it. So, I mean, I have a lot of guests and stuff too, but if I don't have anybody, I do a lot of just myself and depending on if anybody wants to call in, we have a phone number as well for people to call in if they want to, you know, rant about whatever. <clears throat> but yeah, I do uh I do a lot of one man a one man show there, you know, just chatting about the the cheap booze and or anything else that's on my mind that I might be angry about or or want to complain about for for the for the week. <laughs> I I thought it would be uh I thought it'd be difficult to do a one man podcast and I always tried to avoid it. I would just random get like just to avoid it. But I love Bill Burr. I don't like when he has a guest because I just want to hear him be angry about Girl Scouts and everything in the world. And I did my first like solo one. I'm like, I just need 30 minutes. Like my goal is 30 minutes. And like, 42 minutes, I'm in my kitchen by myself screaming into a headset. <laughs> and I'm like, I need to wrap this up, but I got a lot of things to get off my chest. And after I got off the call, or, or my podcast, which I did myself, and I don't have to limit myself, I was like, I need to do that to get that off my chest more. And I'm like, wait, I can talk to myself at any time. Yeah, but it's, it's just... Myself significantly more. Yeah, and it's just something about getting it out there and, I mean... It's, it's, I guess it's, you know, for, for yourself and everything. And, and like I said, a lot of it is, is rants too. That's why I usually I'm kind of the same way too. I try to, if I'm doing a, a show myself, it's usually around a half hour uh, or so. And I, and I try to, you know, give myself an outline uh, beforehand of, you know, tops I want to cover. So I try to keep it, you know, in order and everything because I don't want to be sitting there, you know, with the, you know, the awkward, silence in between everything and the the ums and the ahs and <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff in the process. So as long as you have a a nice outline of, you know, where you want to go with the show and where you want to end up at the end, uh, it usually goes pretty well. And and at first, you know, it's a little weird to to do because you're like I said, you're pretty much just talking to yourself oh, yeah, for a half hour. I mean, but I can do it's that, you know, comedy. any day. Yeah, pretty much. You see, okay, will people listen? Will they like it? Nah, who cares? Throw it out there, see what happens. It's easier over a podcast because if you're like three minutes into a com in your 30-minute comedy set and you can't get off stage for another 27 minutes and then no one wants to hear what you're saying, that's difficult because then you have to act like you want to be there and act like other people want to be there and everyone knows that no one wants to be there. Yeah. But in a podcast, you can just keep going. Right? Yeah, yeah you're I, going there on your on your own. It's not there's no direct feedback at that exact second. Like I said, if you're in the middle of a, you start your 30 minute comedy set, and three minutes in, people are just staring at you and not you know laughing at any of your jokes or not interested at all. You're like, okay, this is gonna suck, and then you get deflated with it. Nobody else is listening, and you're like, all right, you just gotta have to power through it for the half hour but with the podcast you just run through your list you yell and scream do what you need to do you post it up there if people listen great if not oh well no big deal yeah uh i, I it's hard to bomb a podcast unless you check the analytics yeah <laughs> yeah and when you look you say okay who listened this week oh five people okay yeah well it's better than zero yeah. <laughs> who who do i know in new zealand yeah <laughs> Yeah, you're like, all right, who was this? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, uh, 
and since you're talking about the podcast, how long how long have you been doing your your podcast, the uh, the Awesome Talks podcast? Oh yeah, uh, I have been doing. Weirdly, of you know, strangers showing up to your house to do podcast. I had a <laughs> dude. I had a dude just like message me out of the blue. We had like four mutual friends, and he said he kind of boxed before. Uh, but I give everyone who says they're military a pass at everything. I don't know why. It's because I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to cut my hair, and I'm. I, I'm. I'm not cut out for military stuff. So I just think people in the military are a lot better. So he's like, I'm a marine. I'm like, all right, what's up? He's like, can can I have you on my podcast? And I didn't know what a podcast was at this time. Like I kind of knew. And he's like, hey, can you come to St. Joe? I'm like, that's an hour and a half drive. That's a no. I'm not gonna do that. I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like, well, can I come to your house and do it? I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I guess. And he showed up and we started recording and I kind of like, oh, this is cool. Actually, this dude is pretty cool. And he was like talking about something. I walked to the kitchen and I got a drink for us. I'm like, hey, man, I have a drink. And it's Sunday night and it's a four hour drive to Omaha. And he's like, I got to be back in Omaha at, for work at 9 a.m. tomorrow. So I don't I'm, I'm only going to have one drink. And I'm like, that's OK. Take the day off tomorrow. This dude's cool. I'm like, I want to get drunk with this dude. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not drinking. I'm like, all right, the podcast is done. We'll go out to a bar. It's right down the block. One drink. I knew the bar was 20 minutes away. We had, I had no intentions of ever making it back. And uh, we went out that night and like stumbled, stumbled in uh, about two o'clock in the morning. And he, when I, I went to bed and when I woke up, he was gone. And he texts me the next morning. He's like, Hey man, uh, that was like my third podcast. I realized podcasting is not really for me. So <laughs> I left the equipment. So if, if you want to use it, feel free. If you sell it, just give me half or whatever. It was the most random like encounter I've had. With yeah. Someone. Wow. That left me a few hundred dollars. Worth. And actually to this day, there's been no proof that this dude ever had a job. He like shows up to random cities that I'm in and we've been good. We're good friends now. We chat all the time. And he's like, if I'm in city, he just might pop up out of nowhere. And uh, yeah, so he left me this podcast equipment. It stayed in my my uh, my closet for about two years, about a year and a half. And then I started listening to Joe Rogan podcast. I'm like, this dude Joe Rogan is just getting drunk and talking to his friends, but he's recording it. So now that's worked. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely do that. So I've I've been doing it since yeah, uh, yeah. December. Okay. All right. So that's. Yeah. There's, I was gonna say, if you had never seen that guy again, I would say that was like the like the podcast angel or something. He, just kind of yeah. showed up and dropped it off. But, but I guess since you know you've seen the guy since then and he's, he's a real person and and exists, <laughs> I can tell. I guess I can say you're not crazy or oh, he's a sinner. Or, I know him well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know. Shout out to in every podcast. I subtly say shout out to Maddie One Productions. Oh, it's just it? our inside oh. joke. I don't think anyone knows what it is, but. That's me thanking him for the equipment. It's like I got an H5 Zoom. I got two mics. I got mic stands. Uh, it was beautiful. A bag. Oh, I still have the, yeah, the, I mean, the suitcase that came in. I mean, that's man, man, that's crazy. Just doing that, you know. Penny. Yeah, I, I, this is not for me. You can have the stuff. You can do your own if you want. If not, sell it. Give me half the money. Like, oh, sure, fine. <laughs> and I never sold it, so he never got anything. In hindsight, he was probably too hungover to pack it up. 
Yeah, it's like woke up, but oh man, I don't want. I'm not carrying this stuff all back. I'll I'll leave it there. Hopefully, he probably hoped that you would you were going to sell it, and then he'd get at least some of his <laughs> money it. back off of it. But then no. joke was on jokes on him that you decided, you know what, I'm gonna start doing my own podcast now because I have all yeah. this free equipment. So haha, screw you. <laughs> And he had to. And then he got to get had to finally get rid of his Lipson account that he was like paying to like publish it. Yeah. And three <laughs> three episodes of my podcast in this uh, Revolver Audio reached out to me and was like, "Hey, we want you to do our sports podcast." Uh, they're a publishing company. So I was like, "Yeah, here's the thing about me in sports. I know nothing about sports. Like, I may play a sport, but <laughs> I don't. I don't watch any. Like, I'm. I still don't know all of the rules of baseball." Uh, I don't know. Like, I know a little bit about football, nothing about basketball, nothing about boxing, weirdly, like other than doing it. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, you're a you're a uh, boxer here. I mean, I'm looking at I mean, thanks to your to your Wikipedia page. You're, <laughs> oh, you're uh, yeah. The, your your list of uh, many, many different titles you have there that you've won before. <laughs> But I was like, hey, guys, uh, I'm cool with doing the podcast with you guys, and I'm honored that uh, you guys reach out to me, but I won't do it on sports. And they're like, what will you do it on? And I'm like, just talking to random people about stuff. And they're like, all right, we'll do it. And so I signed on with uh, Revolver Audio, and uh, now it's like published on uh, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, and iTunes. And that's – yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty simple process. But yeah, um, no, it's, it's 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 a great way to just get out there and just do your thing. And like you said, to just get <laughs> everything off your chest <laughs> that you want to talk about there and just talk with different people from, you know, all different sorts of of work and life. And just hearing people's stories is uh, is interesting. Oh, yeah. Like the 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 description of my podcast is you and it i i felt so good when i did it i like i, I sell five a lot it's when you bring both hands over your head and you clap sell five uh when i thought of it it was that it's uh you you can't possibly walk in everyone's shoes but you can appreciate the sounds of their footsteps boom so i just see that, that's the most, right there <laughs> it's it sounds amazing it means nothing and that means i can talk about any subject any topic uh, and I do. It's there's so many random, interesting people. Yeah, and and that, it, that's true too. I mean, it's like I said, and like like with my podcast, I mean, it's just mainly I've talked to many different people from all different sorts of work and everything too. And I mean, I just say usually the one backbone of everything is always just you know drinking. I mean, that's really the I mean, as long <laughs> yeah. as you as long as you drink and. And you enjoy drinking. I don't care. Like I said, I don't care if it's top shelf stuff, bottom shelf, whatever you like. It's oh, like you drink, drink within your means. Exactly, exactly. And yeah. we were talking about, like, yeah, if you're one of those people that can afford, you know, to have that nice, fancy, you know, wine cellar or, in your or, basement. Oh, table service. Like, <clears throat> yeah, that too. I, I think that's <laughs> silly. I think that's silly. Uh, I think table service is silly. I think karaoke bars where you have a private room is silly because the idea of karaoke is getting drunk around strangers and singing and embarrassing yourself uh you can't do that in a private room because you know everyone there that's right you can just stay at home yeah i save your money i won't (laughs) yeah like when i go out 
I'm like a lone wolf. If we go together, we can leave together, but don't expect me to talk to you at all. Like I'm going out to socialize. I'm not going to leave my house with you and then go to a bar and yell over loud music and other people, wait on lines and pay for more expensive drinks to just talk to you. Right, like, you could have just stayed home to do that for for a fraction of the uh, of the price there. <laughs> yep. So, uh, like, first dates, I get, I get, like, you go out because stranger danger. Right. Um, yeah. Got to be in a public place. You know, don't want to be uh, a murderer or anything like that. So, <laughs> you know, I've been going twenty eight years without getting murdered. Uh, that, again, let's. I mean, let's knock on wood. I don't want to. Jinx that now, and then this will be your. <laughs> after no, no, you said, I after meeting up with these, you know, meeting up with uh, these random people to do the podcast at their their house, you know, I have yeah, I I haven't taken it to that level yet. But all my stuff is all done uh, <laughs> remotely, uh, like this uh, virtually. It's a lot a lot safer that way to to do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's and it's so cool because like you're probably drinking there and I'm drinking here, so. Like we're drinking together, so that that's cool. Uh, I, I but I do like the interaction, the human interaction, and uh, like I, I I like meeting people in person, and I like I like that part of it too. And today, you can't meet people in public because it's creepy. Like you can't pick up a girl in public because if you see a girl pumping gas and try to talk to her. You've, you're you're a murderer. Oh yeah, you see you're in the dairy yeah, that's aisle. A, that's a red flag. Yeah, that's a red flag right there. You walk up to somebody and start if, talking, and you're like, "What the hell? How would someone me? just do that, yeah. weirdo?" <laughs> if yeah, I were like, even with you, if I met up with you and we know each other and we had a, like the girl you were with, I'm like, "Oh, she's cute," and you're like, "Oh yeah, man, she's single." I cannot talk to her there. I have to wait till the night is over, and then. Add her on Facebook and then maybe like three weeks find a reason to kind of like slide her DMs and ask her a question about something that I don't care about yeah. and then start talking that way. Then ask her for coffee and then we text for another six weeks. Yeah. No, nope. <laughs> it's so difficult. Uh, that's the, the way of the world these days and and people and all their uh, – I mean I get it. You have to be safe because of all the crazy people out there. But you know, it used to be uh, it used to be a simpler time uh, before the all this crazy crap with the internet. <laughs> yeah, which amazing. Everyone like these people who are like making these posts about how terrible the internet is, and like they make these videos about how bad technology is and how it's ruining the world, and they post it online. And then I'm like, actually, you're being hypocritical because you're actually posting it online what you need to do is find a vhr a vhs and you get a vcr and then you make some recorded <clears throat> tapes and then right. you get some stamps and then you make packages and then you mail them out individually to everyone's snail mail yeah until you do that do not bad talk the internet oh yeah right if you're using it to promote your own agenda against the internet you're like yeah. uh you're kind of going against your yourself there so i mean oh good good luck with that nobody's gonna take you seriously now but hey at least you tried oh everyone who wants to fit in that's that's my favorite thing about the internet is no one's really passionate about anything but everyone wants to boycott whatever's trending oh yeah if, yeah whatever the I, hot topic is for the day oh yeah 
all these people were posting, oh, man, United Airlines, forget that. I'm never flying United. Boycott United. Hashtag boycott United because that's like a thing. And none of these people's ever traveled. They probably went to Cancun (laughs) once in like 2003. But yet they're posting about boycotting United. All the people who I see jumping into an Uber because drunk driving is bad were posting about boycotting Uber when Donald Trump did the band on Muslims and like, we're riding Lyft, forget Uber. Like three weeks later, they're hopping in an Uber. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all it's all about what's yeah. convenient at the time for people, and what sounds good. But Whatever when it comes it down, yeah. yeah. And then, but then when it comes down to, oh, you need to get the job done yourself, and and you need something to help you out. Well, yeah. all right, I guess yeah. I have oh, to go back walk? now. <laughs> yeah, walk. No, definitely. Yeah, my legs aren't as strong as my words. Yeah, I I'm know. gonna it's... definitely hop in Uber. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I will. I'll ignore that, and I will pander whatever it is, whoever it is. I would like to reach. Uh, if I think a chick's attractive at a bar, I will act like zodiac, like astrology and zodiacs are like, like a real thing. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a Leo. That means like I'm a lion or something. And <laughs> I'll act like that matters. That's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. It sounds. But good. you know what helps you with that? Alcohol. Yes. Alcohol helps you act like uninteresting people are very interesting. Yes. So like you said, if, if anybody who's listening to, to this show takes one thing away from uh from having uh from having uh, Mr Mr. Awesome here on the uh, on the show this week is you know alcohol uh, fixes everything and, and makes everything better. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, I do. Alcohol is is just like a banded bandage over a large wound that like kind of covers it up, but it's slowly getting infected, and you're probably gonna have to amputate that limb. But for the time it lasts, it's really good. Yeah, it will, it will, it will, it will help uh, ease the pain a bit uh, until you <clears throat> figure was, out the, uh, the 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 bigger problems. You have to like. Vent- the problem with people is that they use alcohol to relieve their problems for so long that it doesn't solve their problem. It doesn't make them want to solve their problem, and it creates more problems. And then you blame the alcohol on your original problem. Alcohol's not the bad guy here. Alcohol is just like, hey, man, you got a flat tire? I'll be your spare tire for a little bit. And then you end up riding down the street with four spare tires. And then you break down. Then you want to blame the spare tires. Alcohol is not the enemy. It's just trying to help us get a little farther. Yeah, see, look at this. See, we're breaking it down, you know, <laughs> getting deep here on the, on, on, on the show. Dropping knowledge. Yeah, exactly. Dropping the knowledge. You know, this is, see, that's, this, is, this is what I get here with your uh, inspirational speaking you know how you could <laughs> I, uh, turn everything around in the world of alcohol so, and and make it great. You know, so maybe you can do some uh, some keynote uh, speeches <laughs> uh, with the the, yes. the ins and out of alcohol. Maybe not for the kids. Uh, maybe you do that for the adults or or something yeah, like no. that. <laughs> yeah, it's also deal with the kids and make more kids. 
yeah see it this all comes it all comes full circle uh in the end there but you know i think uh we'll we'll start wrapping things up here you know i know uh covered uh covered a lot of uh of alcohol goodness here so if you have anything uh you want to throw out there if you want to you know plug all your stuff you have going on before we wrap things up all right Shout out to my baby mom. No, I don't have one. But you can reach me at celebritysportspeaker.com. You can book me for emceeing events, uh, for speaking events, speaking engagements, motivational speeches, uh, humorous motivational speeches, or as I like to call them, comedic keynotes. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, all at camfawesome.com. That's C-A-M-F-A-W-E-S-O-M-E because I'm not famous enough for anyone to even try to steal my name. <laughs> yeah, see, and, and and you are verified. I mean, don't don't forget that too. And, and you have a Wikipedia not, page. Not to anyone who hangs out with, with Chris Brown though. Yeah, I guess you're I guess you're not at that level yet, you know, hanging out with Chris Brown at the uh, the Toyota uh, Obviously Center. you aren't. You must be a loser if you have me on your show. You yeah. know Chris <laughs> hang out with Chris Brown at the Toyota Center? Yeah, uh, you know, I was, I was, that's uh, I, I'm hanging out with him this this weekend at the uh, the Toyota Center. I'm heading over there, so so then I'll be on okay. that same level as this guy. So, but don't worry, maybe I'm I'll put in a, maybe I'll put in a good word uh, with Chris for you, and maybe uh, oh, maybe oh, you guys are on a full name basis. Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, after after we hang out this weekend, we'll be we'll be tight, and uh, I'll make sure to have him hit you up, and then you'll be good to go. Okay. Obviously, hang out with a lot of fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Soon. Okay. Take it back. Yeah. Take it back. <laughs> but but really, I, I appreciate you coming on the, on the show with me here. It was a, a lot of fun. I'll uh, keep tabs on you uh, with all your uh, with all the stuff you have going on out there. I know you're uh, you're a busy man, uh, uh, which is a good there's, thing. Yeah. There's there's 24 hours in the day. You give four of them to drinking. Uh, and you got like five for sleeping. And I'm not good with math, but like you got a lot more time to do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you can you seem to you know fill that uh, as much as possible. If it's with the with the the boxing, the comedy, the the speaking, uh, everything else. I'm seeing events. Yeah, uh, events. I just like to throw here as a disclaimer. I have no clue what I am doing. Just if anyone's like, oh, I can't do what Cam's doing, that's okay. I can't do it either. Yeah. <laughs> you're just doing what you're doing, and as long as you're having a good time doing it, that that's all that matters. As as long as I can pay my rent on the first, the last 27 days of every month is me trying to figure out how I'm going to pay my next month rent. But that's only 27 days. Once again, not good with math. Yeah. <laughs> Life's not that bad. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, as long as you make it work in the end, you have like I said, if you make it work in the end, you have a good time doing it, and you you make that rent check, and you still have uh, a few bucks left over to to have a uh, a few uh, a few alcoholic beverages, uh, yeah, you're doing in, pretty good. In the wise words of Lincoln Park, in the end, doesn't really matter. I see. Perfect. Right there. It's words from a a wise man there. So so Cam, once again, thank you for for being on the show and we'll have to do it again sometime. I would love to and I'd love to have you on my show. 
All right, sounds good. We'll we'll make it happen. You can tell everybody, uh, tell your uh, your fans out there about the the world of uh, of cheap booze again. <laughs> yeah, they can never hear it enough. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, take care, be good, and uh, be safe out there in the, the mean streets of uh, Kansas City. Suburbs. Later, man. <laughs> all right, take care. All right, there you have. There's uh, Cam F. Awesome. Be sure to uh, to check him out on all the various forms of uh, of social media. I know uh, I don't know if uh, Nathan's still awake uh, over there. I know he was complaining on on his show about uh, <laughs> uh, taking so long there. But you know, you know, still the world of uh, of cheap booze and and bum wine uh, is always a a great time. And uh, I got to give one last. Uh, cheap plug before we wrap up the show this week that the Bumwine Bob brown bag koozies are now 20% off to get you ready for summer and they also make a great gift for Father's Day so they are all they are 20% off the original price so now it is $12 per set uh, for the can and 40 ounce size remember these fit cans bottles 40 ounces your favorite bum wine bottles uh, our buddy McStud uh, was showing us out there <clears throat> that uh, they also fit the the 42 ounce bottles that we were talking about earlier the plastic 42 ounce malt liquor bottles and they will be a great way to to show dad you really care by getting him a a brown bag koozie so we'll be back here uh next week i believe i believe for a uh a memorial day weekend show maybe uh we'll see uh <laughs> we'll, we'll see how see how the weekend goes we'll you we will see how things go in the process with that you just got the word uh, nathan said they will they will be here next week doing a show so so we'll see and that will be you know, we're getting ready for the countdown of the, as we make our way to the 100th episode, this week's show will be episode number 93. <clears throat> so we are getting close there and we will have the 100th uh, Bum Wine Bob extravaganza uh, soon enough. And as I said on last week's quick show, if you, if you missed it there on the 5th, we are still working on having a Kimberly on the show to maybe do some wine tasting. Uh, we will see uh, what we can get for you guys there. So, so enjoy. Stay tuned to bumwinebob.com this Friday. We will have the new feature of the week for you for your Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe out there. So until next week, cheers. Cheers.